step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Picks versus the Spread show with Kev Manning and Billy Body. Uh, you can find most of our nonsense is over on Patreon.com slash NFL, the number six, pack. NFL six pack at Patreon. That's where we will give you, for a fee, your lock of the week, week against the spread, which, by the way, we are perfect this year. Right, Billy? We are perfect. And, yep, yep. and we'll go on to, uh, there's the other one where you do get a six-pack. You will get six picks from us in total on the higher tiers. And uh, at the end of this podcast is where you will get your lock of the week. We cut you off at the end here and continue on for the people on Patreon they get extra show where we give you some more rundowns. But we will give you uh, our thoughts on week three and what we think with the points because uh, I think this is our week, Billy, because I, there is a lot of lot of things to go with here, and uh, I'm itching to get to the show. What do you think? I want to talk about something very quickly at the top of the show, very, very important thing that's going to happen I think over the next three or four weeks. Um, so when I, so I'm not going to go into specific totals and everything. Um, if you want our plays for totals, uh, all my plays are at lockbetting.com. Um, if you want all sports, but if you want my NFL plays and Cavs NFL plays, they are where he just said, um, patreon.com slash NFL, the number six pack, uh, where, and also if you don't want to get the full six pack tier, you can just get the rest of this show where you'll get a lock of the week where we are 100%. So, if we do go with totals, obviously they will end up on that show. And here's what I want to say about the totals. Now, do you know what a inflection point is? An inflection point? No. Yeah. Okay. So by by definition, an inflection point is an event that results in a significant change in the progress of a company, industry, sector, economy or geopolitical situation and can be considered, this is the key part, a turning point after which a dramatic change with either positive or negative results is expected to result. I believe 
that the inflection point of the NFL totals is about to come around. About to come around. Don't know if it'll be this week or next week, but it is coming. There's going to be a week where the overs hit at around about fucking 12 and 4 or 11 and 5 or something like that because the, the unders are absolutely dominating so far, 22 and 10 to the under. Um, the average total points scored per game is 40. Uh, last season's average wasn't even high and it was 45. Mm. So it's supposed to rise with the extra play, you know, the extra calling of the foul, like the flagrant fouls and things of that nature. It hasn't happened yet. So whether it happens with the adjustment of quarterbacks improving and scoring improving, because look, you have to look at why this line's moving down. Brady hasn't got anyone to throw to. Aaron yeah. Rodgers' team running the ball. Um, um, uh, well, Russell Wilson's at a different team. You've got loads of people starting with backups more so than normal this season. So that would make a lot of sense. But this league isn't going to allow itself to be the no-fun league. It wants to be the NFL the National Football League. So whether it be through the NFL taking affirmative action and calling more shit and sort of manufacturing it so we have higher points, because look, people don't want this to be the most boring season where they're going, oh, I'm getting no fa- no points on fantasy. Mm-hmm. I have the best. I'm only making money on the unders where the books, the bookies continue to move the unders and everything all week. The league aren't going to allow that. And I don't think like the offenses are going to continue to not click whilst the defenses remain more in sync. Um, or there'll be a point where totals are lowered so much so that the the overs hit automatically, like yesterday, where they ridiculously moved it down to 37 from 40.5 and the over hit. So I think I want to talk about that because yesterday I, I was on the over. Uh, yesterday I swept the game. Uh, I took the first half over of 20. Uh, 20.5 and cash that so i believe i am in on i am hit i am in line with this infliction point and i believe it's coming so be very careful now with your unders because they are too significantly adjusted i feel and it, i mean just look at one game this week before you just move on packers Bucks, uh, Packers, Bucks. Mm. Did you ever think you'd see a total between Brady and Rogers at forty-one? Yeah, mine's never, at forty-two. Never. I'm like, yeah, it's gone it, back up. Yeah, yeah, and now you see it because it, makes sense. it does make sense. It makes sense though, but yeah, I mean, you can make sense of it. Still. Yeah, and it's because you know Evans is out for Brady, uh, and then you know Rogers doesn't have anybody to throw to at all, so it's going to be running. Um, and the Bucks defense is very good. So, it, you know, it's it, I could see that being a low total for sure. But let's get into our matchups. Um, shall we start first with Vegas going into Tennessee, Billy? Oh, I, I didn't know that was a 6 o'clock game. I don't have that. Okay, I, I have them all, you know, here, but as usual, I always have Chicago on top because that's how... Oh, no, that's fine. Just, okay. as, long, as long as you go 6-9... As as like, oh, yeah, totally. All right, so we'll go with uh, Chicago and Houston, actually, here to start. Um, okay. So this is Lovey Smith coming back, which is 10-something years, so it doesn't even matter. It's not like he knows anybody on this team. Uh, the Bears are favored probably for the last time this year in this, <laughs> and it's uh, two and a half points they're favored by. Uh, right. I have a stat that is <laughs> absolutely goofy um, when it comes to Davis Mills, and it's his road stat versus his home stat. And what he has, so 
four, I will tell you because, you know, this year's, you know, two games or whatever, so it's not much of a difference here. Um, his, let me see here. I'm looking at his rating, okay? His rating when he is at home is mm. 109.6. When he is on the road, it is 63.1. He has one interception at home. He has nine interceptions on the road. Um, so yeah, he's not that great uh, when it comes to this. These both these teams, I I really have no problem uh, going with Chicago here and giving those two. <sighs> yeah, I just, I just don't trust Chicago at all. I, I look at that team and think about you know how lucky we are in some ways that they won that first game and we're able to not get not have to take 12 and a half 13 points with Packers cuz look fucking Packers lost and mm-hmm. Bears won and that total that 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 spread was about 4 points off last week as to like where it should have been uh, cuz we should have been close to two touchdowns and that touchdown should have like counted too so it would have been even closer right so you know, I think it's almost it's 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 lucky that they that they did win because they're being still. I think they're being overvalued. I think Houston have more about. They don't have any like superstars or anything, but I think they don't make like mistakes like across the board. Like they they play like sensible, solid more than Chicago, who are definitely in a fucking season of fuck it. Let's let's get the number one pick next year. I feel uh, I think that win was very much against. You know what will happen for the rest of the mm-hmm. season. I don't think team. I don't think this team gets gets past three, four wins. I really don't. Like I think I think Texans will win this. Really? Okay. Well, we're going to be good disagreement here. Uh, the total here is thirty nine too. By the way, uh, last week he had uh, Fields got to throw the ball eleven times. The over under is twenty four and a half. How many times he throws the ball? What do you say? Saying under, uh, yeah, I think like they'll, I think there'll be a lot of running here both sides. Yeah, that, that yeah, because uh, that Houston's good at running the ball, and the Bears seem to have quite a bit of a problem stopping it. Um, when they were playing the Packers, and then, but also they had to be very scared of Rogers throwing, so you can't sell out the run. I don't know if they're going to have to be worried too much when it comes to uh, Mills throwing the ball. Uh, next we have Las Vegas. They're going into Tennessee. Vegas is giving two to the Tennessee Titans. I am actually fine here uh, doing Tennessee. Uh, I don't think Tennessee is going to continue to lose. I think a poor Raiders almost got to be like, uh, you know, <laughs> they keep they had last week. Obviously, they they were done, and uh, there was a toddler running loose in a store. That's what it looked like when um, Murray was running around. So I give uh, I give Vegas or. Yeah, I, I would take uh, Tennessee here with uh, getting the points. Um, what 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 do you base that on? What do you take Tennessee from? What do you see from that last game against the Bills that you think that they'll win? Because I see the Raiders hanging in there with the Chargers, who are good, and then I see the Raiders thinking, "We've won. Let's fucking let's think about where we're going out tonight." Oh my god! <laughs> like, they're, they're fucking like Kyler Murray's. Yeah, like got a new fucking 
battery up his ass and like we don't know what we what's going on here. So I, I if this wasn't at home, I don't. I think for me, it, it's being home and not having uh, the wins yet for them, where there's where they were first place last year, and Derrick Henry still got you know stuff going on. It's not like he's bad. So um, yeah, he's I, bad. His stats are terrible. He's averaging like I think last week against. Buffalo, what did he average? 1.6 yards per it's, carry, something like that. As Buffalo, though, too, at the same time, I, I really don't know if Buffalo's going to lose, to tell you the truth. I, I don't know if they're going to lose this year. Um, well, lose this week. I, I don't see that. I think I think a lot with that Miami bullshit is, you know, special bullshit, last-second stuff with them. And and when when's two are going to be, uh, you know, all of a sudden he's good now? I'm not. I'm not buying that at all. So I would say, yeah, I think Tennessee needs to because they're at home and they could do this. But they're getting two points. I'm taking those two points. Um, I'm going to go the opposite way to you again. I just okay. think Raiders are, are better. They they should be three. They should be. They're not two and zero, oh, but they should be two and zero. Oh, ATS. This is at least. It's good that we are. We should be different on every game. So then on Patreon, you'll get our locks because. You won't know where we are, you know, together on something. Uh, Kansas City going into Indy. Um, Kansas City uh, giving five and a half points to Indy, who has shit the bed left and right. Granted, they can never beat uh, Jacksonville. And like a fool, I keep saying, ah, it'll finally stop. It'll finally stop. And it hasn't. Um, And September Mahomes is a fucking monster. So... Five and a half? I got no problem here. Kansas City. You're going with Indy, right? Yeah. <laughs> so what is your reasoning for taking Indy here? It's blind handicapping. Mm-hmm. It's a team that's supposed to be good at 0-2 going into week three. Um, they've, like, failed to cover twice as a favorite. So now they come into week three, they're getting the points. Um, previously, um, the last time I believe they played Kansas city, they won as an 11 point underdog in Kansas. So they do know how to play against them. It's also like their home opener. A lot of credence was given to like home openers last week and last weekend, I think maybe too much, but it's just, it's just a blind spot. Like it's just an automatic because chiefs, really like are not a good cover team either mm-hmm. um i know they've done well you know they've, they've had a good period i would say you know they're not the patriots from you know like the last decade or so but they are the most consistent team in terms and you'd also put san francisco in a conversation as well because they've got to a um a super bowl and they're always in the championship game as well green bay recently have got the last couple of years but yeah i mean kansas city they're always in a conversation every year since Mahomes has been their um, second, third, fourth favorite to win the Super Bowl, so, um, but but despite that, like that, that almost gives them too much credit for the ATS lines. And when you look at the the spreads, they don't cover them. Like they get backdoored all the time. Um, I don't necessarily think this will be a backdoor. I think this will be like a team that needs to fucking win, and then they might find a way to win, mm-hmm. uh, or, they, or they might find a way to lose by three or something. But yeah, I'll take those points because. It's it's in line with what's happening with the with the line. So, last time I looked, eighty five percent of the public were taking the Chiefs for the same reason that you were. But if eighty five percent of the public take the Chiefs, 
why why did the line move from seven to five and a half? Like they're they're taking mm. money after money after money after money after money, and they're moving it inwards to try and take more money. Now, sometimes when people say this, uh, or when I first started handicapping the NFL, my original uh, reply coming from football, coming from football betting was soccer betting was. Well, they don't know the fucking score, so it doesn't matter what they fucking do. Mm. Like it doesn't matter what they. And it's the same. And I said the same thing about historical data, where it turned, you know, where it was trends like, oh, this team, teams that lose in week two, they win in week three, sixty-four percent of the time. But I mean, that's not an actual stat. But I'm just saying when when they said that, and I was like going, well, what the fuck is Joe Montana's? 49ers got to do with this 49ers <laughs> or what the fuck is like you know Brett Favre's pack has got to do with this it's 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 historical data that I sometimes look at from a soccer capping perspective and think it's historical like it doesn't make any difference to these people yeah. who are probably in fucking college or probably not even old enough to be in college like it's it's historical but for some reason in this sport it does end up making a, a difference like statistically um and so you have to give it some credence i find it difficult as i said i try not to give it you know number one number two priority for me it's always a case of look at the game look at the players look at the defense look at the offense look at the matchups i try to be as sports orientated as possible and trying to reach the conclusion via that but you can't just ignore these numbers. Like, you know, it, it happens all the time, um, year in, year out. These numbers are solid. So, yeah, it's a numbers play. It's a it's a it's a data it's a data play, um, situational play as well. This game's not really that important to the Chiefs. So, um, I'll take those I'll take those points. Okay, uh, Buffalo or w- also, what do you think? Fifty over under. Oh, I think under. Yeah, I don't know. I think that sounds about right, to be honest. So it's difficult. I mean, I, I'm looking to try and take overs if I can this week, if, if possible, but because because of because of what I believe is about to happen. But yeah, um, I, I don't know. That one's about right, I think. Buffalo giving five and a half to Miami in Miami. Uh, there's a little banged up secondary, but I think they might be playing for Buffalo. Uh, I, I got no problem here. Um taking Buffalo and giving those five and a half. Well, that's good that that's come back down if you are going to take Buffalo because that, that moved from that started at four and then moved up to like seven mm. and then came down again. I don't know, to be honest, what the reasoning was for that seven. That didn't make no sense to me. I, I then immediately went on and went, oh, who's who's out for the Dolphins? Like, who's out? Like, who's the yeah. key player that's missing and there wasn't anything? Uh, so, I don't know. Um Interesting stat for, for Buffalo I'm going to give you in a second. Really, maybe the kind of stuff I should say for Patreon, but, you know, um, it's good to to give it out here initially and further down the line, people should be moving across for, for these kind of nuggets. But do you know Buffalo as a uh, second-half team are just, are just absolutely ridiculous when they're ahead? So when this team get ahead, they're, they're the best front-runner in the NFL. They absolutely pound people. So with them, it's a case of we're going to win and we're going to win big. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if they get into close games, they're much more likely to, to lose. The data here is a buff. You know, there's, there's fresh lines set at the half, right? Yeah. So, for example, when Buffalo played Tennessee, the second half line, I believe, was Buffalo minus four and a half, just, just to win the second half. So 
the score resets at zero zero, and then you get a different spread for the second half, right? Yeah. So if Buffalo are winning at half time, yeah, in the last seventeen games they've covered that second half spread fifteen and two. Jeez. If they're winning at half time, they butt fuck. Mm. Fifteen and two. So whatever that line is at. So let's let's imagine Buffalo go in at a half, a touchdown ahead, right? Mm-hmm. So and they reset the line and they say, all right, so Buffalo minus three and a half or whatever for the second half. So say the score sets from nil nil and then it's Buffalo three and a half to win the second half. They have done that fifteen out of the last seventeen. Jeez. But they what well, they playing from ahead. They extend the lead in the second half. So that that's one angle to look at. Um, little 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 tidbit to, for you to do. Uh, as for the game, yeah, I think this is one of the ones where I feel that it could be a shootout, and I'd rather be on Buffalo. Um, I think Miami can stay in it because their defense um, is a little bit banged up, and they played on Monday. But yeah, I, I think if it's going to be a shootout, Buffalo will outscore this team. Should enough to probably cover four. Uh, next game, I think we're going to be we're going to be equal on is Minnesota and Detroit because Minnesota is giving six points. Uh, as we said the prior week, and we were right on the money again. For those that aren't over on Patreon, uh, we said Minnesota is a very different team away than they are at home, and uh, they proved it again because Kirk Cousins on a Monday night. There you have it. They get beat down by Philly. They're home now. Detroit, you know, they got a little bit of swagger. They got a win, uh, which was my lock of the week, by the way, last week, Detroit. And uh, Billy couldn't believe the words that were coming out of my mouth when I said my lock of the week is Detroit. I never thought I'd say no, that not, in my it, life. I wasn't on I wasn't on the commander, so I just didn't think. I just no, didn't think just, Detroit, yeah, Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter who. It's saying the words Detroit. Um, but. I, I think Minnesota uh, really gives it to Detroit in this game. Yeah, that's a, that's I agree. I think we already yeah I already said that to you this week. I feel that like yeah, Detroit um, Detroit get lit up here, We're, um, especially coming off that. Win, I mean that win last week, but even that win, you're looking at it. You're all there. Your locks cashed. Hold on a minute. Like their fucking commanders are constantly scoring, and then yeah. Detroit score, and then commanders score again. Like. I don't know if Detroit will be able to continue to to score like that. I mean, Green Bay came here and put up seven points. So this this is a this is a real like home field. It feels like mm-hmm. a big letdown. Or it feels like a letdown for Detroit. Um, we can kind of roll through some of these now because these are going to be pretty easy. I think uh, Baltimore at New England. Baltimore is giving three points to New England and. After that collapse Baltimore had last week, even though they say uh, Lamar's elbow is sore, they asked him if he's going to be okay for Sunday, and he laughed, and he said, oh, I'll be throwing all over the place Sunday. Don't worry about it. So I'm not worried about it, and I think Baltimore's going to get their uh, get their little swag back. And after last week's collapse, I, I anybody that collapses like that, I always really, uh, I mean, except for Las Vegas, which I don't think is going to win. Uh, but usually they have a statement game, especially if they're playing a lower team. And New England is a lower team. Um, yeah, they are a lower team. They're not a lower team because they are the New England Patriots. They are a team who 
through our adult lives have dominated Super Bowls. Um, and therefore they get a lot of love, respect. Um, Bill Belichick's difficult to bet against. But when you look through his squad and you you analyze the, you know, the, the players that they have, this is a bottom five team. Um, and if they didn't have Bill Belichick, they would be ranked like that. Um, they did yeah. beat Pittsburgh last week, but we saw Pittsburgh lose last night too. Um, so this this is the thing. Like they and, they and they put up not a lot of points against the Pittsburgh like a Pittsburgh team that didn't have Watt in it, and we're seeing that without Watt, Pittsburgh are going to struggle to win games. So I don't put any anything on that on that win um i'm most concerned about it being the home opener in terms of like carrying these players and getting a response and you know you have belichick you have gillette stadium all of these things you have an unreliable ravens team who are susceptible to collapse um it's almost like i want to bet the first to be sure like i almost like thinking about betting just the first half here for ravens just to win it because there's no spread for the first half winner mm. um it's like you can just be like Ravens winning at half time takes the crowd out. Like then you know the crowd get them back into it, or if there's any kind of combination of crowd and collapse uh, for the second half, then you're not involved in it. But you know we're picking spreads here, so yeah, I'm going to take Baltimore minus two and a half now or two, three for me. That moved that moved for me yesterday to to two. I don't know if it swung back. Two even better shit, but I mean, I, I think they'll win by more than a field goal. Yeah, it's gone back to two and a half. Should have grabbed that two yesterday. Annoying. All right, uh, Cincinnati, who is zero and two, the Super Bowl uh, AFC, uh, <laughs> the AFC champions, zero and two, going into the Jets, who are one and one with their miracle comeback against the Browns. Cincinnati is favored. Uh, they have to give six. So, again, no problem here. I think they they have to. They have to kill them. Yeah, that's what I, I called you about this this week and mm. said that. Um, it's it's a shame it's gone to six. Is that what you said? Yeah, it's gone to six. six and a half. Uh, yeah, six, six. Yeah, it's a shame it's gone to six because there was a four and a half available mm. when the line opened. Um, but... The, the difference between four and a half and six is not the difference between, I don't know, like a two and a half and a four where you go through that touchdown number. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be that close the game, but um, yeah, it, it sounds, you know, it sounds like a lot like four and a half to six, but nothing too much can happen in between those two numbers. Um, so yeah, I'm fine with it just being under a touchdown and realistically if they win, I don't see them winning a tight game where, you know, they, they eke it out at the end. Like, I think it's going to be a case of, like, we're fucking, we're pissed off and, and Burrow, like, is the right amount of time has gone by for him to make up for the fact he didn't have that preseason and you're catching a team that, that won last week. So, yeah, I just think everything is in a lot, everything is aligned here. Plus, you know, the thing I said to you the other, the, the other day was um, no team, okay, so, it's common, or not common, but it's it's not ridiculous that there's a Super Bowl letdown with the Super Bowl runner-up specifically missing the playoffs thirty percent of the time the next year, mm-hmm. right? That's that's not like um, a rare occurrence. Like, yeah, it happens one third of the time. So I I earmarked Bengals being one of the teams that would yeah. add to that at the start of the season. So them 
you know, not not being three and zero after three games is not a surprise to me. But obviously, some of the losses are. Um, but no one in the history has ever been zero and three after being in a Super Bowl the previous year. Wow. So it's going to be an embarrassment for them the, the, to, to be in that situation. And when you look at the fact that their schedule, this is the light part of their schedule. Um, Pittsburgh at home, um, Dallas away. Obviously, Dallas at the start of the season, that was, that was going to yeah. be a loss. But the way things all worked out. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Uh, with um, oh shit, what's his name? The quarterback, Rush. Down, right? Rush, uh, yeah, with Rush at quarterback, they should have won that game. But uh, yeah, I think this this is the one where they where they do win. Do you know Cooper Rush is a, is a is a hundred percent a quarterback? By the way, hundred yeah, percent winning. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 wild. It's like I I was texting my Dallas friends, going trade Dak, save yourself money. Like what the fuck? Uh, let's see, we got Philadelphia, who's two and zero going into Washington, who is one and zero. Uh, six and a half points, uh, Philly is favored by here. You know, I think Philly's going to win, but I don't know about the points. I, I think Washington's better at home as we've seen. And, uh, Philly's not the greatest on the road. I mean, they were, they almost blew it to, uh, the first week to Detroit. So I'm not strong on this one, but I might take Washington with points. Yeah, I agree with you. It's a it's a divisional game with one team looking really good last week and the other team looking terrible last week. So I I feel there'll be more it'll be more equal this week. I, I don't it wouldn't surprise me to see Washington like commanders win the game uh, mm-hmm. and just really fighting Philadelphia in the arse because people are talking about them, you know, being a possible like contender, like on the NFC side already. Um, because of the way that they, because of the way that they beat Minnesota, you know, it's both sides of the ball. Um, you got three hundred plus yards from Hertz, and then you've throwing yards. Um, you, we know he can rush, and then you've got the defense holding Minnesota down to seven. This is a team that just beat Packers, so the overreactions are all there as per usual. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't surprise me to see Washington win, um, and because it's NFC East versus NFC East, I'll take the the points just because that's what you're supposed to do. Okay, uh, New Orleans, who is one and one going into Carolina, who's zero and two, and New Orleans is favored by two and a half. Uh, I'm going with Carolina because, and I think Carolina to win because mm-hmm. Sheamus has a broken back. He has like four fractures in his back, and I love the excuse of I got a New Orleans friend, and the excuse of you know because he hates Tom because it's always you know with them. So 
It's I, you know, congratulations. They broke. They beat a guy with a broken back. Well, if if he's so ineffective, why is he playing? Whose fault is that? Don't don't have a guy with a broken back play if he can't be effective. And he didn't look like he was like affected by it even. But the man has a broken back. If he's hit correctly, <laughs> who's got is is Andy Dalton the backup? I believe he is. I think mm. he is. And I know still you got the other guy, um, the guy who does 50 different positions. What the hell's his name? Um, remember, they were battling for the starting position last week. I forget his name. Oh. The white guy. Um, who's pretty much a running back. And so they could throw a ball. So, yeah, he. I'm like, all right, well, they have no faith, I guess. I, they'd rather have a guy who has a broken fucking back. But um, Carolina's been in a lot of these games. And I don't think there is god-awful there. I mean, they're going to have a new coach next year. But I'll take it. You're getting points, too, two and a half. Why not? I take, I'll take Carolina. Yeah, same. I'll take Carolina here. Um, they, 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 but I think they've, they've started the season very badly. I think Baker Mayfield is a bad cover quarterback. I mean, he's been bad at covering spreads in the Browns anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's difficult to, like, take them. But... I mean, sometimes you got to step off data. Like people are going to cover and win eventually, and, and situations override numbers sometimes. With this one, with the as you said, the broken back situation, uh, Carolina coming home. I mean, it's, it is a bounce back for New Orleans too, by the way. So it's a difficult game. It's not one I'm going to bet. Definitely yeah. not. Uh, Jacksonville one and one going into San Diego, as we like to say, one and one. Oh boy, you know what? And this is uh, San Diego giving seven. I'm saying yeah. this game is a push, and San Diego wins, but it will be by seven. And I wouldn't touch this because Herbert with the fractured rib cartilage. How horrific. I mean, we saw him throwing the ball and grabbing his side and dying. I mean, they're going to shoot him up, of course. But Jacksonville's a hard-fighting team, and if Herbert isn't what he's supposed to be, I I see that they would win. I don't see them, uh, you know, like killing them. No, and there's talk coming out of like um, San Diego to rest other people in other positions, maybe not even starting Herbert, but it's not confirmed. This is no way going to be seven if he doesn't play. It could be just one. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what he's worth. Maybe he's worth six, possibly. Yeah, he's got to be at least. I mean, they got a great defense with, you know, Mac on one side, Bosa on the other. I mean, it's it, they're gonna need to really protect Lawrence, but yeah. So I I wouldn't be touching this game mm-hmm. till I till I know. But when I when you do know, uh, it might change. So I don't know whether it's factored into so this line has to has to be him playing him playing hurt. So he's not gonna get any better. So if you like the Jags, take it now because it factors in him playing, and you could have the Jags. And he could be not playing, or he could be hurt, or he could be injured. So, as we're recording, there's only one option, which it's Jacksonville. Yeah, you too many questions about the other side, and what you want is you want to be on Jacksonville, and then you want the answers to your questions to all be in your favor. No, Herbert's not playing, or you know, five minutes in, you find out no, he's not effective. So, all of these things will lead to you covering, and also like other rumors about them resting other players because it's just Jacksonville. So. Yeah. Um, and how about the, the under, other, 47? Yeah, that could hit too. And yeah. the only benefit you have here, really, 
for which is a rare benefit for the um, Chargers is that this is one team that are not going to bring all their fucking people over and, and turn your home game into a road game because they don't have any supporters either. <laughs> they don't have anyone at their own home. No. It's um, probably you could probably get a free ticket to this one. Just, just turn up and yeah. This is uh, this is a Super Bowl because it's very neutral. This whole <laughs> this spot this week. Uh, the Rams, who are one and one, going to Arizona. It's division game. Uh God, the Rams are minus three and a half. I'm taking the three and a half. The Rams are not uh really impressing me, and. Arizona seems to always have their number. They bite them, and they bite them when they're in L.A. So I'm taking them. Are you at sure home. about that? Are you sure about that? Are you sure you're not thinking about another another team? I'm see. sure the Ram. I'm sure it's. I don't think it's Arizona. I think you're thinking about Seattle because I'm. I'm certain that the Rams own own this team. Really? I think I'll look it up while you talk about. This look it up. Also. I think. I think they might be nine and one straight up last ten, maybe. I'm, and I'm doing this from memory. This is not this is not reasoning that I have for the pick because I, I I didn't want to go down too many historical routes. I, it's not my it's not my type of handicapping. But just check that anyway. That, that's me thinking about. That's me thinking back over the last few years, remembering the games. Yeah, let me see here. Mm. Why are you doing that? I'll just give yeah, the listeners. My, my take on this. So last week, Raiders won the game. Kyler Murray starts dancing around, doing his thing, confusing them, and they didn't know what to do. Like they, first of all, like their foot off the gas, first of all, which you shouldn't do in the NFL. You can't afford to do it. There were four games last week that told us that. And um, second of all, once once he was in motion, like and doing his, his Kyler Murray stuff, um, they did not ha- know how to deal with it. The Rams have seen everything this guy this guy does. They play him twice a year, so they they are capable of dealing with it. Cavs shortly probably going to come up with the, the head-to-head data and tell you that hopefully that the Rams do usually win this game. Yeah, the Rams uh, win this game. <laughs> what, what is it? Well, the, what, what the, is- the, they totaled, they said it's uh, 39 games to 47 games uh, for the Rams. Um, and as of recent times, well, that's the NFC wild card game um, that they're doing here. But yeah, did you not just Google Rams Cardinal HTH? Yeah, well, yeah, I did. I'm on a I'm on a football database where it says the whole list. Oh of, fuck, it's just taking me back to 1945. I don't care about that. Yes, it's it has all of them ever. So it's all right. So here we go. <laughs> I was correct. Um, the rat the. The Cardinals won in the October the third, twenty twenty one. They beat the Rams thirty seven twenty. That is their only win since two thousand seventeen, where they won forty four six on January the first, two thousand seventeen. So that means that they are actually uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten and one. 10 and 1 in the last 11, the Rams have won. I, I totally then getting them confused because I swore it was them. You are thinking about the way the Cardinals used to beat the Seahawks because, under like, you know, Pete Carroll was there and it was all like, oh my yeah. God, the top right. man. You're right. Like, I was like, well, the Cardinals used to keep coming in winning and it was them uh, that, that, that kept on coming, even when they had, um, oh shit, who was before Kyler Murray, the old guy? Oh, Warner? 
Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Warner <laughs> used to go there and cover. Yeah. Okay. We got that done. So let's go on to the next here. We have Atlanta going into Seattle. It's even, Billy. I'm jumping on Seattle on this one. They're home. I'm jumping on the other one. The opposite. <laughs> Oh, Listen, man, like, this is going to be some Atlanta, wild time this week. Yeah, I think fucking Atlanta's win title was, was, an exagger- was an exaggeration. I think they may have a better quarterback for them. I, I don't think um, they're missing too much with Matt Ryan. I think, like, Mario is actually still relatively respectable and suits them a little bit better. So I think this win total of where they're like four, five, whatever, 4.5, I think they, they might go over that. And this might be the best time to buy it. In fact, it could be even lower than that off the back of the fact they've lost two games. They've been in games with the Rams and with, um, who did they play the first? Oh, shit. Um, the, the Saints. So they were, they've been, they've been hanging around with the Rams and the Saints last week. They made a comeback to the point where statistically they had a 40% chance of winning. They dragged themselves back to a 40% chance of winning that game. They didn't, but it was scary for the Rams. So now you get to play the easiest fucking team that you've won. A team that won because Denver fucking didn't score for, on, from five opportunities. This should be an 0-2 team heading towards um, like a fucking 2-15 um, and 15 season or worse. And, uh, yeah, Atlanta are much better. They'll win this game. No way. Seattle is at home. That home crowd is insane. And uh, this is for them, too, the way Air- Atlanta looks at them. They go, this is one of the games we can win. <laughs> so them being at home, if this was in Atlanta, I would take Atlanta. Uh, this is not. So I'm, I'm going with Seattle. We will go into the Sunday night game i believe is this sunday night it's uh no it's not it's uh regular still green bay going into tampa bay it's only minus one uh with tampa um <laughs> it's I, it's because evans is out i'm sure um i just prefer tampa's defense over green bay's offense right now so i i'll, I'll and and you could see last week when the bears were running all over green bay I think uh, Tampa Bay can run all over uh, Green Bay as well. And then you have Tom to find somebody. Uh, only minus one. I'll take Tampa. Oh, I was going to take Tampa on this game because just because Aaron Rodgers in like Florida. Yeah, where he doesn't, there you go doesn't too. Play, where he doesn't play well. But he seems to lose to I, Tom. Like, fucking, I think. Unless it's golf. I think Tampa are looking at their start to the season and being like, I'm very happy that they're 2-0. I think with all these injuries and everything, they were looking at the start of the season and thinking, if we are 2-2 after four games and we can start our season then, um, that would be be incredible. And the same for like Green Bay. Like the thing is, I got tickets to the um, Packers-Giants game Mm -hmm. and I was looking at the record and wondering like, you know, how are we going to be coming into this game? And I had us at 2-2. I had us losing this game and losing to the Vikings hmm. and then beating the Giants and going on a run where for the foreseeable season, I only really see us losing at Buffalo because it does become, you know, you give us that one banana peel, somebody comes into Lambeau, you know, sure. they win, uh, you know, one banana peel, peel there, maybe possible banana peel on the road, maybe Eagles away, Eagles on the road. Um, but yeah, yeah t- you know, 12, 12, 12 and 5, 13 and 4. This has become like such a winnable game. There's no one 
for like Brady to like throw to. Um, but the same for you. I mean, it's it's Cobb and Lazard, and then it's rookies, and you see Rodgers is pissed. He is not a happy motherfucker. You see him; they're winning, but it was close last week for a while, and it was like they do stupid shit where they hike the ball and hit the fucking receiver that was passing. But I mean, it's it's the mental shit more than anything else, and that's why Rodgers is fucking steaming. I think one thing we could see here is it may like much like the the Tampa game last week, it could take some time uh, to to pick up. So I don't necessarily mm-hmm. think the under forty two is a is a guarantee um, where you know you see that line the under yeah. forty two. I I do think this it's, it's it, it makes sense why it's under forty two when no one's got anyone to throw to. It doesn't matter if it's like Rogers and Brady. It's a low line for Brady and and Rogers, which makes you automatically want to take the over. But I don't think the game's going to come to light until maybe half, and then until like the second half. So, the half timeline of or twenty one point five, um, or twenty one even. But I'd I'd buy the the juice to take twenty one point five. I'd go under that. I don't see three touchdowns in the first half. I just don't. I see it like three three something like that. And somebody, somebody, you know, pumps pumps forward and then takes the game from the other. Yeah, like it took a while until uh, Lattimore got fucking kicked out of the game last week, and then the floodgates opened for Tampa. Uh, we're seeing a lot of that. Like, it, you know, we're seeing a lot of quarters that are dead, like a load. I've never seen like more dead quarters in the end of the like, because you got some of these games, like fucking Eagles and Vikings, you know, uh, on Monday Night Football, went to the half with 31 points. It finished on 31 points. Mm. We're seeing loads yeah. of dead quarters. Season, like we saw it yesterday, like that game had points in the half, but didn't have any points in the second half. Like the pe- the people that fucking had that number forty, they almost cashed it. It not been for that that last play at the end. Can you believe like that? that? Was fucking- oh my god! Luckily, I had nothing to do with it. I had fucking <laughs> I, had, I I had Bengals uh, not Bengals Browns minus four. That was it. I had. Um, did you see my card last yeah. night? Sexy t- mm-hmm. sweep with Trubisky to score a touchdown at nine to one. That's wild. That's wild. Oh, man. All right, let's go. We got two games left here. We have uh, Sunday night, and that is San Francisco 1-1 going into Denver 1-1 with the worst coach in the NFL. Oh, this is San Francisco favored by one and a half points. I will be taking. I This is the only team who's, uh, when their quarterback goes out, their odds go up to go win the Super Bowl. And that is uh, with Jimmy G playing. You saw him smiling on the sideline while his partner's leg was hanging off. He looked like Billy playing soccer. Uh, I will take San Francisco and give that one and a half. Yeah. I, um, I I feel that this is a lesson to people where I think obviously Denver's philosophy was we got a good defense and we'll come into the season. If we get Russell Wilson and we change our entire offense around Russell Wilson, this will work. Like it's all, I think their, their, their mentality was this is a way for us to score 24, 25 points a week and we can give ourselves a very good chance to win every game with this with this quarterback. But, you know, you can't just come in, completely change the system, uh, have it work for you. It hasn't worked for them at all. Like, they struggled last week. Um, you, you, you can't discount the fact that Russell Wilson might be a fucking moron and he may have had a coach who knew how to coach him. And without his coaching, without Carroll's coaching, like Russell Wilson might not be what you think he is. Mm-hmm. Like you, I mean, you see that all the time. In, in soccer and other sports, in team sports, you see a player 
you know, signing for another team for millions of pounds. Like there's a, there was Deli Alley who who was a Tottenham player, and then when his manager changed to like a manager who's more ruthless rather than the, you know a cuddly one that put his arm around him, he just couldn't play. He just couldn't play. And then you have like fucking um, Jack Grealish who moved for a hundred million to to Man City from Aston Villa to 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 you know be a more to Pep Guardiola who's a more tactical manager who doesn't because Grealish was a star of the team and it was like you know just do what at Villa you could do what you want like you know beat players carry the game, like play whatever position you want. Now it's like he has to move the ball, move the ball, move the ball. That's how Man City likes to play soccer. So it doesn't work. I've seen it not work in soccer loads of times. Big names move, different managers, coaches, doesn't work. This feels like that. This feels like Russell Wilson worked where Russell Wilson worked and moving him up hasn't transferred yet. I know it's only two games, but in addition to that, like you're looking at a team coming in, they're happy with the quarterback they've got. The only concern I have is that like they've done a whole fucking preseason around Lance, and now you've got to go back to Jimmy G. Perhaps it will be a case of Jimmy G knows it, or it'll be a case of let's just fucking tear it up and go back to what we were doing before. I don't know, but what I do know is they're healthy. They're a team who regularly get to the playoffs. They've got talent everywhere. They'll fucking win this game, and they could win this game big like fucking 15, 20 points. Yeah, it's that's not how, snowing, so they're getting them at how, the right time. Yeah, that's how bad Denver looked to me. Yeah. Like, it's of, you know, oh, this is going to get right and that's going to get right. Yeah, things get right and things get better. But you need to see a sign of like, oh, okay, they're just missing this and they're just missing that. They look shitty. Like, they look really fucking shit. I can't just turn around and go, oh, this is the week. This is the get yeah. right week. And what have I got to base it on? I've got nothing yeah, to nothing. base my it's like, oh, this is a team that, like, you know, was supposed to do well. This is a quarterback that did well somewhere else. So I'm going to blindly pick him against a good, healthy team who are a 10-11 win team who are who I think are going to be in the playoffs uh, playoffs at the end of the season. It's stupid. I can't take them. I just can't. There's nothing here that tells me to take Denver at all. Monday night, we get Dallas going into the Giants. The Giants are giving one point they are favored by one um you know what's scary is i'm, I'm gonna take uh the giants here because they're at home uh i'd be the opposite i i prefer the giants to be in going to cowboy stadium getting a couple of points instead mm. and then i'd be they got a terrible home record and obviously like Last week, they won at home, but they made that difficult for themselves. Over the years, this has been a place to come and win, like giant stadiums where everybody wins. But I don't know, like, shit can change. Like, in a f- 10 years, we'll be looking at a different set of data and say, oh, you know, nobody wins. It. Like, it's very yeah. difficult to win the giant stadium. Like, things, shit changes quick. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a game of football where he, every team has the same amount of players and, like, the home field should be working in your favor. Mm-hmm. It's It hasn't. But yeah, this is like you're looking at Cooper Rush winning his third game in a row and being a three out three out of three, one hundred percent quarterback. Like I don't see that happening. Exactly. That's why I'm like, mm, you know. Um, and what's funny is to say is if Dak was there, I would have taken Dallas because I still don't buy the Giants. But uh, the way the situation but, is but right if now, Dak was there. Like Giants, if Dak was there, then the Dallas Cowboys would be seven and a half point yeah, favorites. True. Very true. So only one point, ah, I would take the Giants. Uh, let's give our teaser, Billy, before we go over to the bonus section for the people that have gone to patreon.com slash NFL six 
pack. Um, so the six te- six point teaser for two teams. What I'm going to do here? I'm going to do Kansas City. No, you no no. You do one half, and I do the other half. Okay, then I'll do Kansas City here. Oh, we could lose that. Um, <laughs> so you'll take so it's, it's, you'll take the city uh, with half a point, right? Because that's that's what it plays. Yeah. five and a half. Yeah. So, so you got city plus a half. Um, fuck it. Um, do I? <laughs> you'll thank me. Don't worry. Kansas City won't win by hundred. What's that? Sorry. Kansas City's going to win by a hundred. Don't worry. No, um, this will be what starts the show next week if I'm completely wrong and they lose. <laughs> yeah, no, he's going to be sensible with my half. I'm just going to take. I, I can take the Vikings down to win the fucking game. Mm. You know. Yeah, because um, I was like, I'm looking at a few things. I go Cincinnati to just win too. You could do that. Yeah, essentially, we are taking two teams to win. Like that five and a half, that half point. Yeah, that only like that will only come into play if the game was a tie and yeah. you get the half. We get the wins. So we will. We will take it because this kind of because Indianapolis have already fucking tied a game. So why not? Um, so yeah, you take the um, Kansas City with the half point for a tie, and uh, Vikings to win. Outright. You know because because you're not on board much with this Kansas City even winning this. I, I'll switch. So we're on the same fucking uh, board here. No, you know, like if you if you think that's the best play of the week, then. Well, I think uh, I don't think that's the best play of the week. I, I mean, you'll hear my my opinions on the other side, of course. Um, mm. But let's then you do you could do uh, Minnesota, get it down to zero, and I'll take Cincinnati and get it down to zero. That would be the one I think that I would come into the show with. There you I go. think, yeah. So that's what we'll do. Our teaser is bring down Minnesota to zero and bring down Cincinnati to zero. All they got to do is win, kids. So that that's, is yeah. That's that's a money line parlay. There's nothing to do there. There you go. That is what you want to do for our free birds that we are grateful to you for listening. Um, more so to the people who have jumped over to Patreon. If you want to make some money over there, Billy has write-ups and everything like that. And uh, you get them Sunday morning uh, where you're going to place all your bets and jump on that and uh, vote yes on 27 over in California when that comes up in November. So we get fucking gamble over here. Fucking retarded. I got to go to a casino. And I don't think you can even do uh, the sports betting at the casino. You got to do just, I'm doing roulette and shit like that. Uh, so go to patreon.com slash NFL six pack. And that's the number six. And um, that's it. We're going to see you over there because the show is now going to continue for Patreon. See you guys next week. He could go all the way.